that's what's up. That's what tell us what's up. Alright, welcome back to the podcast, Art versus Life podcast. This is the this is a podcast that's by and for artists. Uh, special emphasis on those in New York or independent artists, uh, on those who interact with artists or whatnot, or if you just like, you know, you just appreciate what artists do and all of that stuff. We're here just to peel the curtain back and let you see what's really going on. And for other artists, this is kind of like, this is like, you know, usually interviews are from like, it's for consumers. So they only ask questions that only consumers really want to know about or whatever. This is the other way around. This is for other artists or whatnot because it's, you know, it's crazy out here in these streets. You feel me? Um, so we all got to sit together and reach each one, teach one, sharing is caring. You feel me? Um, but yeah, man, it's your boy QC. You know, some people may know me by my gun, man. Quentin Counts. All right. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Rounded episode, step two. All right. I'm sorry for that. But um, but yeah, man, yo, we got some, you know, we got like some nice little stuff for y'all today. Um, we got an interview from my homegirl Jazzy Otero, uh, visual artist and singer. Um, we also got a um, a call coming in. I can't get to it right now though. But um, yeah, my homegirl Jazzy Otero, and uh, um, you know, and we got like uh, some featured tracks by the by the boy Shotty, and uh, we got a couple of topics that we wanted to check in on. You feel me? Uh, first and foremost, I don't know, you know, how many of y'all are aware, um, but in New York, there's this thing called Upcoming Hip Hop. Shout out to them. They do this monthly thing called Rap Ritual. So, you know, rappers come through or whatnot, and it's like, yo, you come through, you just get it off your chest. You feel me? Um, and we have featured artists, of course, DJs, and I usually DJ there as well. Um, so that we had the last one last month at the Star Bar out there in a Greenpoint or whatnot. Probably gonna have the next one at the same spot next month. But right now they got who runs it. Matt is out there in South by Southwest. Shout out to all my homies out in South by Southwest. Chris Carr, I see you. Uh, 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 IJ, it's mad homies out there. Whatever. I'm kind of I'm kind of borderline jealous. But you know what I'm saying. Y'all inspire me to be a better me. All right. Um, but yeah, like I'm very proud of my friends at Mad Dope. Uh, shout out to everybody that go out there, and you know, um, definitely got to interview uh, Chris Carr. You know, get his thoughts on what he saw out there, cause he he was out there kind of, you know, he he'll hold him accountable. He was like, yo, what's up with all these corporations down here, B? This is what's going on. And it, I find it hilarious, but true, and something that's needed for discussion. Uh, what what we got? Let me take a look at the agenda, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. For the agenda, overall. Um, so yeah, so shout out to them. Shout out to NYC Grind. Um, they threw this thing. I think it's probably annually or monthly. I can put the specific details in the notes of the show. Uh, NYC Grind. They hold this this huge art bash where there's all kinds of visual art involved. You know, performance art, DJing involved. They have a great way of going about it, and they also do an open mic. Or sort of setup where it's just kind of. Uh, they, it's also like this kind of thing where they helping foster this this network of you know, uh, of artists who are passionate about what they do and passionate about the artist community. You know what I'm saying? So they can, like, connect with each other. And it's really catered to the artists. It's not this kind of thing where they just kind of just trying to get a come up or just they don't really care about what's going on. They just hit the book, the show, make whatever. Nah, but this is really catered to the artists or whatnot. And, you know, because we're culture building here. You know, it's like some culture preservation kind of thing. So it, it feels really good. I dj that as well. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, and of, of course, so what they do is they have the open mics and then, um, and that's usually their pre- way of also finding potential featured artists 
for their big art bash that they do. Um, I think it's really dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, shout out the homegirl that runs it. You know what I'm saying? We recently got acquainted, and uh, I might jack her name up, and I ain't about that life. But shout out to you, the whole team, actually. Shout out to the whole NYC team. Shout out to Bezo. You know what I mean? She ain't from Florida. Don't get it twisted. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we also gonna talk about this Bruno Mars things a little bit. You feel me? I usually don't give the media no burn, but you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Uh... <laughs> Well, I think it's worth discussion or whatever. You feel me? Um, I usually let people do the, you know, uh, like a lot of the conversations like these. I don't, I don't think it's very helpful on social media or whatever. Um, you know, so um, yeah, we're gonna chime in on that a bit as well. Um, so yeah, so now to the interview, Jazzy Otero. I think she's from Queens, something like that. One of those, Brooklyn, same thing. Uh, now nah, I'm just kidding. Much love to Jazzy. Uh, definitely gonna put her her joint in the description or whatever. But um, yo, so this was really dope. She talks about, you know, uh, her, you know, uh, being a visual artist, uh, vocalist or whatnot, but also like some of the realities of it. Like you know, what I'm saying, um, her, the fact that she is a visual artist, or whatever, and how she ended up. Like she talks about some of her ways of going about it. You know what I mean? Like her, um. You know, uh, what, what's the word for it? Like, she, she walks through some of her processes as a painter or whatever. And, like, how she sets up her little mood. And, like, how she, um, you know, what she usually aims for. You know, as far as vibe-wise. Whatever kind of theme she go for. But she also talks about how it went from that to her actually, you know, kind of ended up getting into art business. And becoming, like, a, you know, a professional artist. You know what I mean? And, and What's it? What it's been like, kind of like making that transition and how she's finding her baseline. You know how like you know how like when you can pursue a hustle that's based on your passion, you gotta find a middle ground for yourself for your heart, like some self care type thing. You feel me? She talks she talks a lot about that. She talks about her as a singer. She talk about um, she talks about like how important it is like for the, the you know the people and things that are around her that inspire her. And, uh, so yeah, y'all, I hope y'all, oh, she also definitely talks about her support for, like, and, uh, for, like, the Latina women and what she do to make it, you know what I'm saying, to, like, really get it popping, you know what I'm saying, because you really got a cape, you really got a cape, you know what I'm saying, like, especially up in, up in this country, you feel me, you gotta hold it down, um, so she talks about how she goes about that movement, and I think it's really dope, so yeah, this is the interview, hope y'all enjoy <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's R versus Life. It's your boy Quentin Counts, aka QC. And I'm with Jazzy. Is it okay to see a government? It's okay to see my government. Jazzy Otero and all of that. Designer, <laughs> entrepreneur extraordinaire. You feel me? How you doing, fam? I'm good. How good? you doing? <laughs> Chilling, yo. You know what I'm saying? I remember, like, you know, uh, when I first met you, you know, I met you through Domo. Domo, Domo so crazy. And, you know, I first met you, I saw some of your artwork or whatnot, and I was, uh, I was like, oh, crap, first of all, because I knew you for a while, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, because like, oh, we, we, was, we was always doing shows, <laughs> and like art shows, right. we was always, and you we used to being around people who say what they do and identify mm-hmm. that, and then almost, you almost got to like be like, get out of my face with your art. Right. So, two, three years in annoying you, you're like, oh, yeah, I can't, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's all these canvases of, of like, <laughs> original art. That's flawless, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I almost got mad. Like, like oh, so you like, don't mess with me like that? We friends. I'm supposed to know shit like this. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, so, you know, so I know you for like the, the visual art and then also recently you just getting into, you know, the accessories and the bags and whatnot and just telling me your story and stuff like that. I was like, I find it very inspiring and I feel like probably you inspire some other people too. Shout out to you for always Thank being you. a inspiration fan. I appreciate you. Now you already know, yo. Um, first of all, why did it take so long to tell me what you be doing with the art stuff? <laughs> well, at first I had to get... It was really just for oh, me. Oh, my fault. At first. One more thing. Yes. It also took you dumb long to show me that you be singing. Oh, gosh. I knew that was Aretha coming. I knew that was going. Franklin. <laughs> Whoa. It's tight. not that serious. <laughs> Man, nah, but it's not like... I can carry it too. with me, though. <laughs> but, uh... But, yeah, but go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Um, to be honest, like, when I first started painting, it was really just for myself. Yeah. I know it might sound a little selfish, no, but it really was just for myself. It was just a way to... I always have a million tabs open at once. It was a way to focus my thoughts. Just kind of keep me sane. And after a while, I seen how happy it was making me. And I was like, how selfish am I to keep this to myself? This is something I need to share. You know, so once I started doing that and I seen how it was received, it just, it made me really happy. It made me confident to just keep going. And that, thanks to you and all the other people that I'm around. Right. Chris Carr, Word. you know, Chris, Melissa, Alex Cole, anybody like that, Joy, thanks, shout out to Joy right. for to Joy, allowing me to show my art for the first time. I remember that, that was the first About time, right? About two years ago, yes. <laughs> so she, my, 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 my family was super proud, um, you know, so. <laughs> and you had my IG lit too, because you know, it was dead fire, you know, and like, in the fact that you and Domo had pieces in there, mm -hmm. and you know, it just the vibe just went together so well. And it was the first time for me to really even see that as far as mm -hmm. two artists doing something. And somebody that I know, right. you know, um, I always thought that was fire. And only that, just to get to know me better, too. I mean, yeah. we hadn't known each other for that long. And it's kind of like, you know, kind of seeing who I am yeah. you know, through my painting. So, yeah. so, so you say you've been doing a, you was doing the painting thing because like it helped keep you focused mm -hmm. into one thing. Does it work? It's a temporary fix. Right. Right. For what it's worth. But, yeah. but while you're doing it, you feel like... Well, while I'm doing it, absolutely. I zone out. I put on... I'm R&B to the core, so I put on some Sade. Anything of that type of mood. And then I said, I, I'll sit there and paint for hours. Just paint, paint, paint. So, uh... So, you know, I can imagine probably paint and canvases probably ain't the most affordable you know it's not the cheapest thing in the world so do you always so like did you all did you go right into canvases or for a while were you like you know paper um pen, yes markers? actually i did um thankfully i have like the greatest support system so once my mom or any my mom and my sister especially my two best friends they seen something they see me enjoying this you know what i'm saying because i've been kind of really being that I am in my mid-30s, you know, it, it, it was, like, a little disappointing to me that I wasn't doing something that I love to do, you know what I'm saying? Just felt like I was just kind of skating through, working 95 here, working 95 there. So, once they seen that, they were more than welcome to supply me with the things that I needed. That's so, fine. I was very, I'm very fortunate. Shout out to the mom and the sis. Yes. I see you. Hey, mommy. I see you, fam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, nah, that's dope, though, yo. Yeah, you know, you know a lot of people, unfortunately, don't have that. Right, You know, right. so I'm just, I'm blessed enough to have that. Word. Absolutely. Well, shout out to you for not, for, for, for applying it, because, 
you know, there's a lot of people who, even when they do get it, they waste it because mm-hmm. they don't probably see the value in it at the yeah, time. Yeah, you have to be grateful. And they're not, yeah, you know, you know and <laughs> they don't even see how it could benefit them mm-hmm. or they don't value that. So, cause, and it'd be the worst when you, when you believe in somebody and you know what they're capable of and you know mm-hmm. that they would help them and you provide them with those resources and then they just waste it. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the wackest thing. So I think that's another thing. I also kind of feel like being that. On that. Thank you. Word. I also feel like I guess I, I feel like I owed it to them. You know, they they, they believed in me. I should believe in myself as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So when you first start painting, mm-hmm. do you? So boom, you trying to get into the mind state of like what a painter get into when he starts to paint. Cause you know, and this is just from, you know me as a professional dabbler. Right. You know, I've always been curious about what what their process be looking like or mm-hmm. feeling like. Do you just start with a? Do you? think about what you're going to make beforehand or do you just start doing stuff and then it materializes itself as you do it um it actually depends Depends, on my mood yeah most of the time i do have an idea because it's funny because i'm I'm like carefree but also like a control freak at the same time so i think a lot of my paintings are like organized chaos you know i try to take everything different shapes different things and then just try to make it into a beautiful picture you know, mm-hmm. just into more focused things. Okay. So it's kind of like yeah, my thoughts. I like that. You know, kind of like my thoughts. It's all over the place. You know what I mean? Right. But it's that. have a theme. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you start with pencil on the canvas and then paint I do. over it? Depending, well, depending on what I'm drawing, what I'm painting. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what you paint, Because right? if I can have something where I can be free and I'm just throwing paint on the canvas, mm-hmm. you know, which is a little bit more therapeutic for me. But most of the time, yes, I do sketch it in my sketchbook first and then I go ahead and I transfer it to campus so like out of like the pieces that you've made you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying maybe in the past year five years or since ever mm-hmm. do you have a piece that you felt was the most prized possession or something that you looked at still like your favorite to this day and when did you make that and did you always appreciate it for what it was when you made it question um i'm gonna say it has to be my very first um it was my she is painting basically mainly because it was my most popular i probably had to paint it like five or six times mm. so many people Dude, wanted yo, it was like i want that and i think the reason is is because it was the one that reflected who i am the most mm. I'm, I'm super colorful mm. bright right. you know when you seen it, it made you smile. It made you feel, you know, it made you feel happy. Right. Which is mainly what I want my Your drawings to do. Your art does do that. Yeah, though. which that's why you see I use a lot of yellow, mm. um, which is my favorite color, by the way. Mm. Um, it just yellow exudes light, positivity, mm. happiness, and that's what I want my paintings to exude. So, yeah. So that's probably my fir- very very first painting. Mm. Um, my very first painting is kind of like interpretation of what a woman is so she's in blue which is signifying water background is yellow signifying the sunlight Ooh. and then her hair is full of flowers Ooh, so that's almost like a theme yeah so that oh. one i really put thought into it and also because of joy um mm. you know the, in wild cafe uh she does uh cater to a lot of women visual artists and that's what kind of helped me get to so, since, you know, basically coming out the closet as a visual artist and painter, <laughs> you know what I mean, 
like like your choice of words <laughs> you know what I'm saying have you found yourself getting into like doing like what's what are some of the ways you've been getting maybe uh get paintings and art out there you know or what kind of like you know transactions what kind of transactions were they and how did it feel doing them like selling my art like once I sold my art whatever or? way it takes form for me including that you know um I mean, as of right now, it's mainly through social media, word of mouth. Um, yeah, that's basically how I'm getting my art out there right now. Um, hopefully, I want to start actually going out there and networking. I wasn't confident enough because I had enough merchandise that I can actually show it. And when I come up in there with one painting, like, right, here, right. I'm an artist. You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> I want to make sure I have enough shit to back, my, you know, yeah. to back me up. So, um, I think I'm at that point where... I'm confident enough now to go out there, you know, ask, try to network with other women, especially Latina artists facts, facts. in all boroughs, gotta not hold just it Brooklyn. Down. Gotta hold it down. And, um, you know, just try to empower each other and or, each other out. So, like, you've sold art before? I have. Yeah. I'm very have lucky. Have you given people art? Have I given people art? Yes, I have. Yeah. Mainly family, though. Right, right. <laughs> so, like, tell me about some of those. So, you know, whether it's sold or displayed at a show or... Or given or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to kind of like see some of that world and what it's like. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's very it's a prideful moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's kind of like a a confirmation that okay, I'm going down the right path. You right. know what I mean? For these, excuse me, for these people to actually like receive my art in that way, like yeah. you know, um, that's I'm probably why I'm more confident with my art than me singing. You know, my, my singing, I'm a little bit more critical and a little bit more sensitive about. Aww. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm a little more sensitive about, you know, because it is my first love. Right. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's a very proud It's a very proud moment. It's a very proud moment and um, just just happy. Just I feel like like my heart is like full that they would want to hang something of mine, you know, in their homes. So... I don't care if it only reached 10, 20 people. As long as it reached that one, I, I feel like I've done my job. Hey, that, I ain't gonna front it. It's gonna look dope. The bag looking mad comfortable too. Thank like, you. Know what I'm saying? And I've actually been wearing it to test it in the elements. So right. it, has, it has survived MTA. It has survived the rain. Yo, that's <laughs> all of that is real. Yes. What kind of like paint is it? Or like what kind of um, material? It is fabric. You call it? It is, this, is a can, <laughs> this is a canvas tote bag. Okay. And then this is fabric paint. So I, shout out to you too. What? For helping me <laughs> find out all the things that I needed to, in order to, to, to make these. Nah, you already know. <laughs> YouTube is the shit. Yeah. <laughs> it really is, though. Oh, what, that, what, what happened in that conversation again? We, we talked about that before? <laughs> Have we? I don't, I don't remember. I think so. It probably, sounds familiar. Probably. Like, probably. Like, probably. Nah, like, where is that? You could dead Google, like, how to blah, blah, blah. And it was like, you know. How do I cover up a murder? Boom, mm, right there. That's a fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to the victims and the family of the victims. You know Recipes, no. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so boom. So, like, how does the bag stuff been going for you? How do you? How does that? It's actually, how has it felt? It's a little overwhelming. I'm not gonna lie. Or, I'm not gonna lie. I, sometimes I, I'm so excited about something that I that I maybe put it out prematurely. I feel you. 
and then people kind of liked it a little bit more than I thought mm. and then like I'm not prepared to like <laughs> actually give them the merchandise you know what I mean it's like yeah uh, let me get like three of that design <laughs> and let me get like two of those and I'm like yeah I have like one of each right now <laughs> so um every everything right now I'm but telling people if you put <laughs> if you put in an order you gotta wait like two weeks that's reasonable though you know because this That's is hand painted it is extremely time consuming right. i do have a nine to five prior to doing this right so uh yeah Word. a little overwhelming but happy because right people really because really it could be it. a dub it could right. have been that <laughs> right you know what i'm saying my dm could have been crickets, crickets. You know, nothing but dick pics you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry can i say that yeah, yeah, okay yeah, facts <laughs> or come on like i've had chris on this oh oh okay. be like <laughs> It's hard to have him on anything without him promoting like a dick pic theme party or something. Right. Like that. <laughs> I love that though. You dare do that though. Like I love people like that party. are unapologetically themselves. That's a fact. Seriously, though. it makes Word. me feel comfortable. Like I, I love that. I love that. That's a fact, but um, yeah. So he's just handmade and all of that. Yes, they are hand painted. And if I'm lucky, we'll get to have you as a vendor, as an upcoming event and all of that. That'll I be would fire. hope so. Shit, yeah, we, if, fr- we friends, If you don't right? curve it, you don't curve it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you fuck with like that, you know what I mean? Like, you done blew up. Yeah, like, you know what I'm like? Sort of with the shades like, you know, on. I, you little people now, I want. You got the John Lennon's on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you don't know nobody. Nah, but uh, there was something else that um, we was on a roof uh, when you was telling us uh, that party was dope. By the it way. was dope. By the way, I wish you came earlier. I really Me too. Do. Me too. You That's know. okay. Next time. Facts. And you, know, you know, cause like I, I didn't know that it was gonna happen. You yeah. know what I mean? And I wasn't really prepared to really go. And um, yeah. So, so you was telling me about something that you know how important it is to help support Latina women mm-hmm. and even with the business models or just you was telling me something that you were doing in regards to that and I was like fam can I get your autograph <laughs> can you remind me what you were telling me about do you remember what you were telling me about yes I do actually it's it's still in like the creative state yeah nothing's that in stone yet but um I did have a a, a dope friend of mine named Laverne um she actually makes children's clothing and we were talking about that. I had no idea she was a seamstress. Uh, I've known her as a photographer. She's an awesome photographer as well. And um, she was, she saw my designs and she was like, you know what? Um, being a, a, a bigger woman, you know, a more curvy woman, we saw the lack of like, I guess, creativity in our prints. No, it's it's serious. Like if you really I'm like serious. go shopping, and it's like why? Because I'm bigger. I feel with this nasty Got ass print. Like, yeah, like, I want to be stylish too. Word. You know, and I have style too. Right. You know? So we just looked at each other, and it was kind of like thing, like light bulb type thing. And uh, we were like, yo, she was like, what if we like maybe come up? You come up with some prints. We'll go ahead and make some fabric or whatever with our prints, and start making our own dresses. For bigger women, mm. and I was like, "That's a great." I can see idea. your style on dresses too. Yes, like, even this particularly, like on a sundress. Yeah, bruh. that's what she loved. Like the three, one of the, like the dress I had on the other day, something word, like that. Word, oh word. With this print on it, it looks super dope. Bruh. So I really hope that 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 comes to fruition. I really do. Word, and like it's it's uh it's particularly easy to like take a picture of like one of your designs mm-hmm. and turn it into an image. Yes, that's printable. So, you too. 
did my research on it. <laughs> and I, got, I got the came on deck and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. That's none of y'all business. <laughs> that's, that's not our business. That's not our business. All right, now for a word from my sponsors. Nah, just kidding. This is really just us. This is for free like a motherfucker. But, uh, yo, we about to get to the the first music break or whatever. Uh, we got a joint by one of my favorite MCs, honestly, straight from Miami, even though he rapped like he from the BX. Uh, it's my boy Shoddy. Um, and this is one of my favorite records called Devil in the Skies by Shoddy. Check it out. Shoddy. 
It's one of my favorite records, actually. It's been out for a while, and I listen to it to this day. That's off his album by the name of DeLorean. You can find that online, YouTube, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. I actually interviewed the person who produced that record and who runs the label that he's on, Tev95. You just check the archives. My man, Alex Valdez, a.k.a. Tev95 of 95 Labs. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty fire. Now, back to our regularly scheduled programming to the interview. All right? All right, now, let me stop. Actually, you know, I, I like going into playing for the podcast thing, too. I like people to understand how that works and all of that. Because it really just happens just like that. It re- That's really how it be happening. Super organic. <laughs> and, like, some of the biggest barricades to doing stuff would be whether you thought it was possible or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, word? That's so- Same thing with doing a podcast. I was like, bro, that's all you got to do? That's it. Upload it here and just copy and paste this thing mm-hmm. here? Bruh. Lit. <laughs> right, and then also seeing people like that looks like you and come from where you come from, mm-hmm. seeing that kind of representation help you feel. Representation like, is rep- crucial. Facts. It really, really is. Word, it's word. what it's what's gonna aspire uh, the next generation That's to take fact. our place when we move on. That's a fact. Bro. You know, especially with like the whole diasporic thing going on. Like mm-hmm. we, a lot of us are really rebuilding our culture and identity from scratch. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's I think it's like pretty important for like a lot of us who have people in mind best interests in mind mm-hmm. to really be out here you know shaping the culture you feel me um i think like especially with like let's say like the early 2000s or whatnot mm-hmm. it's less the case nowadays because the internet has like it, it has is leveraged the playing field a little bit but mm-hmm. before corporations and people that's not from our community were able to really dictate what what right. we do so much mm-hmm. so a lot of things that we think we have is a little our, bit more freedom to like put our shit freedom. out there, and you know? it's not centered around what like pretty much gets outside mm-hmm. as money in their pocket basically like i'll be thinking about like hip-hop like how much money other companies and industries make off of hip-hop mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um and like how not aware of that we are you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like even in the content and the things we're walking billboards you don't even really realize That's, that yeah. but they do you feel me and it's like yeah, it's just an it's and we're like particularly vulnerable about that you know mm-hmm. what I mean because I compare that to other genres and they don't get it's not like that you mm-hmm. feel me like they're not Ferragamo every other line you feel me they're not calling their albums naming it after Gucci you feel right. me like <laughs> right. you're absolutely right you're absolutely right def- they definitely take advantage of our culture right you know, it has flavor. Right. It's appealing to everyone. Facts. They see money in that. Right. You know, Word. but it's not a genuine love for our culture. Facts. Facts. It really isn't. So I like I like the fact I see I like seeing people like you mm-hmm. take the crown back instead of watching it. You know what it is? I'm not gonna lie. I think I think I, I don't feel like it was uh, like everyone didn't have this entrepreneurial spirit yeah. as I was growing up, like right. the 80s, 90s. Yeah. And I'm really proud of our youth now. You know, taking advantage of social media. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? And, and doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I really do admire that. I Word. really wish I had that type of, um, you know, those type of, like you, Chris Carr, those type of people in my life, Word. you know, at an earlier age. Word. Now, I agree with you too. <laughs> like, I, I, I agree with, uh, you know, like it's internet now, you can do a lot mm-hmm. with it. Can like share ideas. They no, can you start can just businesses. Reach other people you can reach easier, other people. You, know? you can sign up. You can register a business online. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but I think that one of the drawbacks of the internet age is that there's too much information out there. Overload. So what they also could use is like role models and like older peers and leaders and just kind of guide them, guide them, yeah. inspire them. And that's what I think our jobs are. You feel me? So, but yeah, yo, fam, you was making coloring books too. I yes. Okay, so. 
my coloring book, I'm going to tell you, is near and dear to my heart. Why? Because I've worked in nursing homes probably for the past five years or so, six years. And um, shout out to the elderly. I love the elderly. Um, when they're there, they don't do a lot of things that stimulate their mind. I feel like they just kind of dropped off there and like forgotten about. You know what I mean? And I just seen they do have a recreation department where they try to do some activities. And I can just tell the activities they were offering wasn't something they were really interested in. But I seen a lot of them wanting to paint and wanting them to color. So I went and I just decided right there at my desk during my 9 to 5. And I would just draw these different images. Kind of like a mandala type of image. Right. For them to color. It helps keep them, first of all, calm. Right, right. You know, so I started donating them to nursing homes. And then the family started liking them and asking me, like, yo, can I get one for my daughter? Can I get one for this? And so I decided to add some pages on, and then I started selling them for three dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> you better stop playing. Like, you know what I'm saying? All right, yo, uh, and like how and how and how was that going? So you started doing. How did it feel? What did you think of like? the nature of doing that kind of business with people what do you think of it versus the time making it what was it like you know what i'm saying to make them drawings too and like do you still do, do you still partake in that now or is that meaning like yo you just want to just you know do business with people just a little bit see how i felt and then get back to just doing it for the elderly who you were working with um i actually i haven't my focus hasn't been my focus has been a little bit off of the coloring books as of right now I did want to, because I want to sell, yeah, I want to self-publish them eventually, which costs a lot of money. You say you self-publish it? I want to self-publish my coloring book. Yeah, I heard it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of money. Right. So basically, this and my paintings is something that hopefully I wanted to use to kind of fund that. Right, right. Um, So as of right now, they're super makeshift, like, copy paper right, like, facts, facts. you know the, the good resume paper right, you know right. <laughs> for real that, that's what they're that's the state they're in right now right right um, right at first it was totally just to donate um i do volunteer for the alzheimer's association as well so i was also trying to donate uh to them as well so i'm trying to do that um that hasn't been successful right. as i've been trying for like a year so uh Hoping to use my mama because she works for them. I feel you. you to got, try to get you me. Pull all the yeah, cards. try to get me in there. All the cards. <laughs> also, so you know we gotta talk about the singing, right? Oh gosh. Like, okay. see that I get nervous. When are we gonna get the album? <laughs> when are we gonna get the album, yo? I'm gonna tell you something. When are we gonna get the best of Jazzy Otero? Maybe. You, I mean, uh, the album cover with you laying on like the velvet no. sheet. Like, like Luther Vandross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just yo. That's the first album that came in my head. I swear to God, <laughs> that's the first album. <laughs> or oh, like Lionel Richie yeah. or oh, Michael Jackson. That's when you know it's a hit. Exactly. You know that album's about to be fire. Okay, fire. <laughs> we about to have some baby motherfucking making music. <laughs> like yo, no lie. Somebody came up with some bullshit and just had that as their picture. You know, like then with the velvet. I'm like, oh, this is that fire. I'm buying that you gotta shit. Listen to that. Listen to that. We got a hit, baby. And got one fucking hit on there. <laughs> fucking bamboozled us with the cover. <laughs> um, oh God, singing. I've loved to do since. I remember. Actually, it was Mariah Carey. A song by her name, Vanishing. I saw her, uh, I think she was on, it was on SNL. Yeah. First time, she was like 
19 at the time, 20 at the time. And the first time I heard her sing that song, it was like, yeah, I really wanted to do that. And so I did try all the way up until my late 20s, auditioning for different things. And I think I just got discouraged. I got so many no's. And I think a lot of times in like the Latin family, they really push like after a certain age, maybe you shouldn't pursue certain things. Right. Maybe you should look for a little something a little bit more stable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you stay there for, you know, a couple of years, retire, get your pension, and then live your life. Right. And it's like, nah, I kinda wanna live right now. Right. <laughs> Where I don't wanna live and I'm sixty. Uh, no and you know, <laughs> I don't know how much longer I got after that. Or you can hit Bob Lust. Exactly. Like, Damn, I ain't come up with the album with the Velvet Cup. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> um so I have stopped that for a little while. Um, I started getting a little bit more confident with it as uh, when I met Domo and being around all you awesome musicians. Seriously. Don't get emotional, but it's from the heart. It's for real. And, um, you know, right now it's just comfortable putting them out on social media, just videos, because I'm actually, like, performing in front of people. Right, right, right. Because I think that's, that's my fear. Right. My body takes over. I just start this like sweating you're afraid like, that while you think it's Michael Black boom we start throwing tomatoes and shit yeah that's bad money because your voice is in the paint oh thank you so much hey yo I heard because I remember the first time I heard it myself uh, it was on um, Instagram I'm mm-hmm. like bro this is too good for Instagram oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I'm yeah. like bro nah I was dead I was tight I appreciate Word. that I think I, I really I need to get to the point where I feel about how you guys feel like when you listen like I want to feel that way right when we was like on stage and stuff like that yeah or, I would love like y'all look at home yo, like you look so comfortable are, up yo. there like seriously like you and Domo y'all like charisma up there like y'all energy is crazy hey, yo I appreciate that yo seriously I, like I seriously be there like I feel like I'm like a, a, like a, a fan like I be sitting there like yo how the fuck are y'all doing it I would have been a hot fucking mess <laughs> a hot mess that happened to me my last year, senior year of high school. I performed with the gospel choir, decided to join the gospel choir. And I got my first solo and had to sing in front of my high school. And you know how high school kids can be? Oh. Okay. It's but, garbage. Yeah. And that's what I thought. And the whole time, like, the mic is literally slipping because I'm sweating. Word. It's literally like, dripping sweat. Literally. Yes. You know, so I'm always afraid of feeling like that. I always feel like I'm going to pass out or something yeah. on stage. Yo, you know what's interesting? Because I think this one, I talked about this with Chris one time, uh, the first <laughs> time I interviewed him for the podcast, whatever, and he was just talking about like the benefits of things like hip-hop and like how that can like translate into other areas of your life. Right. You're closer to the mic for this one. I don't I know. Know. <laughs> it's a jewel right here. You know what I mean? Like, because he was just like, and I agree with, I, I can attest to this because I be in the things people are like, oh, yo, you're so, you're not... People don't make you nervous mm-hmm. when you like in front of people. Yeah. Well, uh, public speaking or even like being on stage. And, uh, well, but it's like it was being on stage. Once that became comfortable, anything less than that. Right. You know. And then also, most importantly, because I remember when I first the first time I performed on the stage, I got booed off. No. Are you serious? Clapped off rather. Uh, they got because they have like this thing set up where right. like if you're, you're not up there, they once you start mm-hmm. clapping, you gotta get. Interrupt the song and all mortified. that. Mortified, I would and, have been mortified. And then the host give you feedback and critiques on stage. Okay. 
And I was fortunate for that because everybody don't always get that. They right. get the booze and that's And then it. you don't even know why. You don't even understand. Right. So the dude was telling me he was at the pyramid. Shout out to the pyramid, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I mean, even though there'd be like a lot of like, you know, uh, sketchy stuff where people like kind of like artists get taken advantage of, mm-hmm. the pay to play kind of stuff. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, but this was like actually really productive. Like, you know what I'm saying? They really wanted to like build you up as a performer. Yeah. So like, he was telling me, he was like, yo, you know, we didn't feel, we, it felt like, you know, we didn't feel connected with you. Mm-hmm. Like, he was kind of zoning us out. And it was something else. And I was like, you know, it's like, it just didn't seem like you was having fun. I don't remember exactly. It's something you're so in your head. Facts. Trying to make sure that the performance is gonna be good, that you're not connecting with the audience. That's a fact. And yeah. then I was like, yo. And then I thought about how I felt on the stage versus how I feel when I'm like in a room by myself, right. rapping to myself right. or reciting songs that I love. I'm like, why can't I feel like that? Why when can't I'm you on translate stage? that on stage, right? So I'm like, so I was like, make sure I, next time I get on stage, I'm just gonna make sure I have fun. Yeah. Fuck everybody else. Right. Fuck my friend. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. I'm gonna have fun, and I'm gonna see what happens. I think that's the point and where then, I need like, to get to. Like, fuck sure, what they think, and make sure that I make eye contact here and there, just yeah. make like, yeah, I see you, right. you know. But then, other than that, I make sure I have fun, and then that's yeah. the way it's been ever since. And it just so happens that that shit is yeah. like that's when you get more calm when you're having fun. Because it's like when you with your closest friends, that's when you have the most fun with right. them, and you your personality coming out, all that, because y'all having a blast. You don't have yeah. to think about it. You don't have to try. You feel me? So like, I you know maybe think about that. I don't know. <laughs> Like figure out, think about ways ahead of time. Like yeah. how can I? Or you can think about it maybe like when you sing, like how, what are the, even the physiology of it? Like you know how you feel the vibrations, something mm-hmm. that when you sing, like what stuff like that you enjoy the most. Even if you close your eyes, whatever. Think about maybe you do that for you know staying and you, who knows? I think it's all crazy I know is I think... I'm going to put it all over social media. All right, we gonna have one more commercial break. Got another song for y'all. This is also by my man Shadi. It's another one of my favorites. This is called Dream featuring Rue Brown. This was also featured on the 9-5 Labs compilation. You can find that kind of thing on Spotify, iTunes Music, Apple Music, whatever you call it. All that stuff. And yeah. Said I was gonna be a star. Uh, the same day my girl said I ain't shit. So who I believe is up to me. <laughs> shit, I told them both to go bite a dick. I don't wanna be puff, I don't wanna be Jay. I started rapping cause I was too broke to DJ. Maybe I could run bass, but will I be safe? Yet if I sit in this bullpen, I never reach the play. Maybe I'm reaching a little too high Or maybe I'm just too high Riding around with the tunes high Wishing that could be me Writing tunes and watching tunes on the TV And eating PB&J Sipping E&J like it was OJ But not Simpson Cause I be riding with no AC Get it? And cops wanna lock me in a prison Thank God I had the HP hidden I've been seeing shit clear before the HD vision Getting Hummers in a Civic 40 Came out with the H3 When H2O was doing ciphers in his backyard I thought I was gonna be a rap star But it was all a dream Things never change They always say the same They said it was just a dream It was all a dream Things never change They always say the same They said it was just a dream It was all a dream Dream, 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 dream It was all a Tony told me we gon' make it, homie The same day he talked behind my back And he never thought it'd get back to me 
that respect you never got it back i don't want to be m i don't want to be nas i know it now but it took me a while to realize that i will never realize my dream of chart domination a grammy nomination my family used to believe but granny got impatient and daddy died a patient and left behind two kids so mommy got a raisin she did it by herself i'm trying to do the same and birth so many creations that i confuse the names but if everybody's saying you insane and what's your reasoning you start believing it what good is cooking the verses if you ain't eating what good is rocking the show if nobody show what good is dropping a song if nobody know and uh, what good is making it big if nobody grow a snotty nose stepping on the scene i used to think rap was all i need but that was all a dream things have changed they always say the same they said it was just a dream it was all a dream things have changed they always say the same they said it was just a dream it was all a dream Shoddy featuring Rue Brown, produced by Tev 95. I thought that song was fire. I think it 
chimes in on the rap life in a certain perspective that isn't chimed in on the lot and just what goes through some artists' heads as they're going about this thing. And I hope you listen to the whole track. You better have, because at the end, they do a nice, slick little story. I thought that was fire. And, uh, yeah, man. All right, so back to the regularly scheduled programming. I think I would... I think my problem is is that I have to... I have to really get away from from caring about what other people think about my talent. If I'm up there doing something that I love to do, that's going to translate to the people that it needs to translate to. You know what I mean? If you don't like it, then that's fine. I got to understand that people are not going to like, some people are not going to like what I do. And I got to be okay with that. It doesn't mean that I'm not gifted, that I'm not talented or... Which is both of those words is hilarious because you're both... (laughs) You know, it makes me think of like what you do when you paint. Right. Because you started doing it for you, right? And you sing for you. Mm-hmm. You can still do those things for you, just on the stage, right? <laughs> you know, and it's you not like dumb. Because I, I remember, like, I, I was—it was a period. I think it was between like 2012, 2013, maybe between 2010, 2013. I was starting to lose the passion, and for like rapping, and and it was when you retrospect, that was kind of like when like I was getting like the most recognition as a rapper mm-hmm. and I was like more cliche rapper Harlem rapper talking about guns and all that stuff Matt flashy all of that you uh-huh. know what I'm saying and, <laughs> and then I was and then like my I start I stopped being excited by it I stopped feeling connected with it cause mm-hmm. I started I changed my motive to give them why you, what they right. giving them what they thought they wanted or what they was asking for or what, mm-hmm. or what I thought they wanted instead rather of being than true to yourself doing what what I find interesting mm-hmm. and you know luckily it's also people like it Know what I'm saying maybe it's because of the reason I do it, and I'm social enough to not completely leave people out. Where I'm like, it's kind of like when you do something for your friends, you still know how to enjoy yourself, right? I don't know, but I don't want to get into like lecture mode and all that. <laughs> That's okay, words, man. yo, nah, no funny shit though. And also, can I ask you a question? Of course, okay, cool. Like, because I asked Domo this as well, like, you guys are like, it's like second nature to you, like, yeah. as far as writing goes, yeah, and. I don't think I've ever gotten that gift. Like, do you think, like, it's something that somebody is born with? Or do you think, like, I can actually learn how to write music? I full wholeheartedly think that people can learn. So they can learn anything. I think that a lot of things are cultural. I grew up, everybody was rapping. Okay. But the big thing, I, yeah, you know, right. I was listening to rap. Um, before I was rapping, I was looking up lyrics online and printing them out. And I had sneaker boxes of lyrics. And I was memorizing songs of all my favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. You know, even songs that I didn't even really care that much about. And then not even just that, but I would just, because I wanted to learn so I could, like, recite it. Yeah. You know, and, and it was just part of the culture where I was around. So, like, even when you start rapping, it's not a big deal because everybody's doing it. Right. You know, so that's what helped it seem like less of a big deal to get started on doing. But I think that anybody, especially if you got people around you to, like, invite you to the process. To right. invite you to be around it. And then, like, engage you with it. Yeah. And then, like, and then you try to, like, you listen to things and try to appreciate the lyrics or even if you practice so it's really about figuring out ways to implement it into your little world different little ways right. and like do and then like look up some of the history on it you know some of poetry or and why people do poetry you know what I'm saying because it kind of helps you understand the mentality you know um, just to, so that you so that you can basically so it, it kind of it, it, so that you end up it's not teaching you really anything inherently new is letting you know is, is rationalizing why you can just do what's in your heart okay why you can just write what's in your heart uh, so for me as far as like writing I just like the idea of uh, maybe 
Cause I feel like I could do it, but it like it doesn't come out like rhythmic to me or like song, like you know what I mean? It's right. Not, like a song, you know. For me, just I come thoughts up thoughts on a paper. I come up with lyrics that I come across that too, even as a rapper. Okay. Like so, like so nowadays when I come up with stuff, I've recited it to myself under my breath like a hundred times before I even recorded anything. Right. Because that's how I connect with the content itself. Because okay. it's hard to really make something on paper sound good in the singing because it's literally two types of platforms. Right. So maybe you didn't want to force it onto that because you feel like you take away from the singing. Right. And, you know, probably a good call. So I would, so, it's, but it's hard to get to doing it without sucking at first. Okay, yeah. And getting voice records of yourself. And then not just that, either singing it to people, whether it's one-on-one, small group of friends, getting voice records, listening to it. And then continuing to go through there's still like a painful, awkward process. Whenever you learn something, and then you realize a way that you did something. But you realize the better way to do it, and you come to that realization that everything you was doing before that, now you feel like that stuff sucked. Yeah. You know, it's like devastating. Oh crap! I've been doing that all this time. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's inevitable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But like. But it's a part of the process. It's a part of the process. Right. And even then, there's people that still liked it anyway. Right. You feel me? So, just uh, trusting is like a leap. Every time you write it, it's a leap. You don't know what you're gonna write. Cause I think that's where my confidence will come. Like seeing you guys like put together this music, like it's yours. You know what I mean? Like all you, all I'm putting out right now is covers of other people's music, other people's lyrics. You know what I mean? And I feel, I, I guess, in my head, which I, I have a super obsessive personality. So once I start thinking about something, it's like, yeah. so you know, I just thinking like. Probably why you want to be in a dope how, artist. How can I go up there and 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 sing somebody else's lyrics when I'm around all these super creative people that make their own music? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I'm gonna present myself and in, in, in sing in front of y'all, it has to be my. It has to be mine. You know there, what I there's mean? There's benefits. There's benefits to like having people around you that make you feel that way. Because <laughs> like, you feel like it makes you want to excel. Mm-hmm. But also, one thing I'll be trying to let people know, even people that's around me, like. Yo, we like music. We like performance. Mm-hmm. So everyone has a strong point or a thing where that they have a department. Right. It don't matter who handles other departments. It's like there's a lyric department and as you we right. just wanna see you perform. We don't care who wrote it right. end of the day. <laughs> right. All of it is inspiring, fam. Right. And then based on That's hearing a good you way to look at and it. just hearing and to hear you do that, that'll help us come up with a song and then you can change some of the words, make a tweak to the rhythm, right. and then it's a whole new composition just to get you started and have yeah. confidence in your own content. So it's hard okay, to do so, anything if we don't right, hear anything. Domo, fine, you were right. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no it's because exactly what you. I just yeah. I had to put it you, on record. You from all so you won't talk shit to me, but like just you <laughs> saying it, it's like okay, fine, I I get it. Word, nah. Because nah, that's what you. he was saying. Oh, if you're doing covers, then do it. It's just the just to just go out there and perform, that's so you can get used to it, and then you know everything else will kind of just yeah. come. Because you know you'll I mean? come across people who want to record you or get you in shows. Right. And then by the time... So you'll be getting recordings and shows. You'll have followers. So by the time you're making original stuff... I already have a following, yeah. You feel me? You right. already have connections, right. most importantly. You know, and people that, you know, have something to believe in. Right. Because they, they don't know you do it. They can't believe in you. Right. You know, um... But yeah, nah, but I feel you on that. I feel you on yeah. that. Um, yo, I say go for it. And I want to hear, I want to hear more from you. Like it, Domo does too, yo. I know. Like I know. the community does. I want to <laughs> see you performing at the next Brooklyn Wildlife Summer Festival. Uh, next year. Next year. Okay. It's too late now. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, because I can't sign up. No. <laughs> but I want, I want <coughs> backtrack, MP3 in the background, 
you just part of don't make us have to Maybe book a show for you because we won't end up doing that. Because we'll do that. I'm going to come one day and be like, yeah, um, so the next performance is Yo Jasmine. I'm like, That's a fact. What? Like, <laughs> Don't do that to me. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to have to just do that just so by the time you get off the stage and you'll be like, oh, wait, I didn't die. <laughs> I felt like it though. <laughs> but you it's funny. I mean? Let me tell you something. I don't know what it is. I've auditioned for a lot of things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Since I was 17. Right. I have no problems auditioning in front of people or singing in front of people I don't know. Right. When it comes to my family and my friends, you guys, for some reason, it makes me more nervous. I don't I understand that. why. I get that. Like, when I go and audition, I've auditioned for The Voice twice. I've auditioned for American Idol. I've auditioned... Oh, yeah. Damn, that's a strike. And I've and I've gone up there... You think everybody wins that? <laughs> so what if he win that, yo? And I go up there right and now. I'm about to get up. I can perform in front of them like nothing and sing like nothing. Yo, now I feel disrespected now. I'm sorry. Simon would have had a better chance seeing you first. Bro, nah, that's disrespectful. Nah, we got to hear. I never even heard a cover from you, fam. Like, I, like nah. Instagram saw me before I saw Nah, I want to hear nothing, fam. You've been on my YouTube before. That's, nah, YouTube, strangers saw me before I saw it. Nah, son. I you never saw you in person. I never even saw you in person. Nah, son. Of course, and, uh, we need something in person. All right, I got out. I will try to person, fam. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> let me throw you in a set somewhere. That's a fact. Oh, see? Let's see Don't do that to me. Oh, God. I see. So, we're going to get off the singing. Huh? Oh, we're going to get off the singing. Uh. Worry, yo. So, uh, so what's, what is your, um, your Instagram name? Like, where can people see some of your work? Um, anything, uh, all my art you can see on JazzyArt17, that is my Instagram name. Um, you can go through my Facebook as well, share everything on there as well, but mostly you can go to my art page, and, um, hopefully you want to get something, hopefully you're inspired by something. Right, <laughs> so the best people, the best way for people to contact you, they want to, like, cop something, is like, maybe hit you up on an Instagram message. Yeah, if you go through my bio, um, uh, my, I have my email up there, or you can just DM me straight through Instagram, and, uh. Just talk through there and see what happens. I hear that, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, real quick, I'm going to ask you, oh, yeah. where are you from? Where were you raised? Um, I'm a Brooklyn gal. Word? Yes. <laughs> Word. I am, all Word. day. <laughs> Word. I'm a Brooklyn girl. It, actually, from around here, and around oh, this word? area. Mm-hmm. Nice. All downtown Brooklyn. Here, my whole family lives, like, around this area, so. How do you, do you, do you feel like, has this area always been like this? Okay, no. Or, absolutely was every, not. or was it everywhere else that changed? To be honest, I so, think. Because it was just for people to know we're right now. We're in Mega France, the beautiful view. It's beautiful. You're over here by the bridge, the mm-hmm. water. You know, seeing a whole lot of white people. <laughs> and, you know, with Brooklyn Bridge Park, you know, and it's lit. You know? Yes. Yeah. But when I, um, well, my mother, my mother, even, my mother grew up here, so she was a little girl. So, um, my grandmother literally lives two blocks away from here. And this is, like, completely. No other people but my grandmother's building and the building next to her. So there's nothing but our two buildings there, a bunch of Latinos. We could close down the street whenever we want to because no, literally nobody came through here. It was a ba- it looked abandoned. It was For just real? those two buildings before all of this came. Wow. Like it was nothing but factories. All you smelled was the pepper factory, that which was is not too far from here. All you do smell pepper all For day. Real? Yeah, it was a pepper factory. We used to have all our birthday parties here. Um, it used to be a big. That used to be all grass area with a, yeah, that used to be a big field. 
and we used to do barbecues and stuff Ooh, there. Yeah, we had a Yeah, we had a to ourselves. You would take nobody, a swim. Nobody came down here. No, hey, I, right. <laughs> I'm fucking come up with an extra finger or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> extra eye and all that. Nah, you know? I'm good. <laughs> you can see more. All of I got widescreen vision all of a sudden. <laughs> mm, fucking come up with superpowers and shit. I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> So yeah, I love. Yo, you be like, yo, that water was cold. Just, you know, the extra head outside your neck. I'm like, word. I'm next next time I'm a freaking Marvel comic. This shit gonna be based on my. <laughs> but no, I I love this. I love it. I love it now. It does look it it looks beautiful, but it took away from Brooklyn. It took it. Yeah, it's just like socially, culturally. It was just culturally. a little bit more cold. Yeah, it's just so much more like rich right. in culture. Like I said, it's just a bunch of Latinos, you know, on this block. And I miss it. Now I started to find people with, with color on them. You got to go. You got to I was like, oh, like, word? You brave at 2 a.m. to come outside and walk <laughs> your dog now? Oh, okay. Shit, client came like 10... 10 years ago, man, shit wouldn't have been like that. Yeah, so, is that, is that around the time it started to change? Like, about 10 years ago? Uh, yeah, maybe maybe a little less than that. Maybe less than that. Wow, I'm gonna say. Not quick. even that long. That's mad quick for an area to just switch up like that. All of a yeah, sudden. They seen the opportunity. They seen all these factories and stuff like that. It just made them into lofts. All the floors. Yeah, they... It was a smart move from a business aspect, I right, think. Right, right. For us people that live in the in the community, not so much. Right, right. Because now it was my dream to live here. I love I would have loved to live here. That is not possible now. Right. I can't afford that. Word. Word. The rent here is literally twenty six hundred and above. Goodness. Even for like a studio. Yeah. And then the deposit be like and we need forty six month deposit. Right. Just Months. But like, oh, did so you, you want my salary? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yo, did you just make that off the top of your head just now on the fly? Forty months, forty times the rent. What are you talking about? Raping us. Yeah, word. <laughs> word, yo. But thank you very much for like for your time and sharing your your insight and experiences with us. Oh, uh, I was honored that you asked me. I've never done this, so I appreciate it. Thank you. I've never talked about my stuff like this, so I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I can't wait for you to hear it. So you can be like, oh, word. Who, who is that? Who that? That's me? The one was like, uh, tell Q, you better not put your shit out before mine. He told me that, too. Oh, you he, did? He, he straight up told me that. <laughs> he told me to make sure I told you. That's the fact. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a pause before he said it and all. Like, you right. Uh, you better not come up Right? Mine, so. <laughs> if I ask for anything. I mean, if it does, but it's because my interview was more interesting. Nah, we ain't gonna so. do nah, that. Nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, so I'm releasing one joint. It's with uh, somebody else, and the next week is coming up. All right, cool. All right, cool. Yo, thanks for rocking with me, yo. All right, this is life. It's your boy Quinn Counts, aka QC, and I holler. All right, I hope y'all enjoyed that discussion. I definitely did. I'm sure you can hear my voice how much I be enjoying those conversations. Those are really just real life conversations with people who are just passionate about what they do. So, I really hope y'all got some gems out of that. There was a lot of gems in there. Shout out to my homegirl, Jazzy. Feel free to follow her. She's on IG. We're going to put the, her IG name in the description. You feel me? Very curious. Feel free to hit us up on any thoughts or anything that was mentioned in that conversation. Or if you would like to connect with Jazzy about anything. Uh, yeah. All right. So, we're going to move on. I'm going to chime in on this, on this uh, topic really briefly. Because I know it's easy for it to get sticky. All right, let me put on my the gloves and all that. We're going to chime in to this Bruno situation. A lot of people were talking about 
how he's appropriated in culture, what his real roots are, who his mama is, his grandma is, and all of that. To be honest, to me, I mean, given what, you know, black people, especially, you know, and black Americans have been through, I, I kind of, I get why people are really looking with discernment at people in mainstream who, who engage in our culture. So I get that. You know, I also get the people who are like, shut up. You know, I get both sides. You know, so I, I kind of feel a little bit of both sides. But for me, I'm just like, it, I ain't go friend. When I first heard, I think it started in tre- the song he had, Treasure. And it, like, it looked like a lot like one of those old, you know, videos. The funk disco videos and stuff. And then he came out with, uh, I think it was... Uh, this year is that white gold, and still fight for that. That's all. I mean, the song sounded dope, but I just thought it was weird just the the way he was talking and that the, the way he was carrying himself. And then he did it again for another song, then another song. And then looking at the way he was dressing, I was like, bro, that's not. It didn't feel. It felt. It felt like a, it, I don't know. It just felt like weird. I don't know. But that's that's just me. So uh, that was literally my piece. But. Uh, I'm very, I will be definitely interested, you know, reach out to me. We can get into a conversation that's like non-electronic about it. I don't really find like the the the, the electric dialogue about this that yeah, I don't really see what anybody really gets out of it. Um, or even, I mean, Bruno's clicks probably go up. Aside from that, I don't know. And I get the Grammys thing and they tan it, whatever. Anyway, but that was my thoughts on it. I figured it was only right. Um, next thing up. So shout out to my boy Will uh Will Cox. <laughs> uh Pauls. He uh speaking of social media, he posted a interesting post on Facebook that I shared. Well, I hope you don't mind, but whatever. Um I'm probably gonna put a snapshot or a screenshot somewhere on the on the show description or something, if that's even possible. But Basically, what he was saying is how what he noticed in his time staying in New York City as a musician, that people would hit him up and be like, hey, let's do this thing together. Let's collaborate. Right. And then, you know, because he's also a sound engineer, he makes beats, he's a musician, he also has a rehearsal space. And he commented on how people can have the tendency to to just add stuff into the conversation and assume it's easy for him to do. I get that. And, you know, so he was talking about how, like, that can really kind of make situations sticky and eventually probably mess up the relationship. I thought that was really dope. I think that there's something that we could definitely talk about more, especially among independent artists and, you know, entrepreneurs even. You know, sometimes when you find your craft, what you'd like to do, you all, it, there's, uh, you need more than that to, you know, be good at what you do or be successful as a professional anything, which is collaborating with other people and working with people and navigating any industry you're in. So I definitely sympathize, empathize with that. You know, one jewel that I was, I would drop to anybody listening, like a vague jewel. I mean, I'm still learning. Everybody, we all always learning. But what I've learned over the years is when looking to collaborate with somebody, you really got to find out 
what it is they do in detail and what it's like for them. Because before you ask them to do anything, it might seem easy to you outside in. So it's easy for you to just ask them to do it. So now they're like on the spot where it's like they're a jerk if they say no. And then that could, it could make a person not even want to work with you no more because it's just awkward and unpleasant. So it's always important to look at how y'all can make it a win-win realistically. Like realistically. You know, there's a lot of artists in New York. You know, and it's at the point where getting somebody exposure or I might eventually blow up doesn't really cut it for a lot of people. So, yeah, 2018, we don't want to hear that no more. So, aside from that, yeah, so that was my thoughts on that. I'm curious what y'all think about that topic. We might have to do like a group discussion on this. And, yeah. So, that's it for this episode. Be sure to cop an R vs. Life shirt. Alright And uh Shout out to Tev95 For making the beat That you hearing right now Shout out to Tev man For making this beat bro You know why Cause every superhero Needs a dang theme song It's your boy QC Signing out And I holla Man cop a shirt <laughs>